This is the Way to Go podcast, and we are about faith, family, and daily life. We're about taking God's word, breaking it down, making it practical to everyday living. Now, if you want to watch the show, you can actually go to Eagleville Bible Church. Just go to YouTube, type in Eagleville Bible Church. You will find it on the Way to Go playlist. But again, faith, family, and daily life. This is what we're all about. Welcome to the Way to Go podcast. I'm Bill McMinn along with Eric Barfell. Laughing as we, what you don't see as the show begins is us restarting shows. (laughs) (laughs) Usually there's always something happening like right before we start it. And we just always start laughing because we've already been laughing right before we started. (laughs) But anyway, I wanted to talk this show about the reality versus social media because social media is such a big part of our world. In some ways it is reality because we are involved in it. Mm-hmm. In in real ways, we pick up our phone, we look at Facebook, or in, I don't look at Facebook that much, but Instagram, uh, some people would be into Twitter. Um, maybe they would be, what else would they be into? You got Facebook. YouTube. Yeah, YouTube. You're a big YouTuber. You like YouTube, and yeah. you make YouTube videos and stuff like for biking and things like that. So, yeah, I mean, all that stuff is great and it's fun, but I think that my question is, what is real? You know, like if you have friends on Instagram that you've never met in person, are they really your friends? Now, some of them that I've heard would say yes. I mean, I just had somebody I've never met before went to one of my friends that actually I know in person and said, hey, I'm friends with Bill, mm-hmm. but we've never actually met. And I'm not saying mm-hmm. we're not friends. I'm just saying it's a different world there. <laughs> that's, Virtual acquaintances. Yes. Uh, it's, it's kind of. So what do you think about that? Some people have very different definitions of friends. You know, I, I knew a dude uh, one summer we were working together and he was in the military. So I was like, I, I was telling him, I was like, I consider you a friend. He's like, well, slow down. Like, like you're not my friend unless I like served overseas with you. Like he was real particular on who's his friend. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, obviously going through some sort of adversity together and like forming this brotherhood. Like those were his friends. Right. You might, he might know you, you might know him. You're not his friend, though. Right. And he was, there was a distinct line drawn. It was like, oh, okay, well, uh, you're my friend. I guess I'm not your <laughs> friend. But uh, uh, things like that where other people, I mean, I would say, like, I have a ton of friends. Whereas, it, like, if I've met you one time, I just consider you a friend. Right. Well, I mean, how many friends do you have on Facebook? I mean, I have over 2,000 friends. I haven't looked at a while, I but no I don't, idea. I couldn't tell you if it's 2,200, 2,400, 2,100. I don't know. Yeah. But it's, yeah, I mean, there's a ton of them. I mean, yeah. I don't know them. At least with Instagram, it's very clear because Instagram mostly is people you don't know anyway. Right. Facebook seems to be mostly people are somehow connected. They've met you at least once. They saw you at a funeral, at a wedding, at church. Exactly. So exactly. they're going to follow you and they just want to see what you're up to. Some and, sort of mutual friend yeah. connection, networking. Yeah, definitely. But again, I'm, I'm one of those people, Eric, I always ask about, I want to know what's real. I want to know what's true. That's what I want to find in this world. I want to find out what's true about God. I want to find out what's true about life. Mm-hmm. I want to find out. I want to know what's true. I don't want a bunch of baloney and nonsense. Yeah. Just give me the facts. Unfortunately, social media can be very much created. Mm-hmm. A created world, if you will. I mean, a, a great deal of it. I feel like each platform is ever so slightly different. All very much the same. All very different. Because... Um, when it started, it was kind of like, I mean, we look at Facebook, it's just about connecting people you know, like people, real life people who you know or you've met um, versus, you know, we branched out to TikTok, YouTube. It's more like entertainment 
who who has the most entertaining videos who's really funny really creative like yeah right. i can follow or subscribe to their channel like follow along and all the stuff they create i have no idea who they are they have no idea who i am kind right. of thing but they made it look like a tv show i'm a fan of this tv show i watch this but there's no connection it, with instagram's it. way more connected than tiktok okay okay, okay. Yeah. not yeah. on not way on more talk Proudly, proudly yeah. not on TikTok. Yeah, no, TikTok is like is exactly what you just described. This more entertainment. Yeah. You put a video on it. They like to see where you're hiking or see where you're kayaking or you're going to watch somebody do something hilarious. It seems more like that mm-hmm. as opposed to talking. Like, I don't see a lot of conversations happening there. Where is the circles that I'm in on, on social media? There's a lot of conversations. I mean, the fact of the matter is, if I had, aside from being here talking to you or talking to Mark, things like that, my Mm -hmm. family, I would say social media-wise or texting or any version of the phone, I talk more to people I don't know than what I do. Yeah. So would they, again, are they your friend or are they not? I would like to suggest that, yes, I mean, there's a way, sure, there. They're, they would absolutely consider right. themselves my friend, right. but they're not going to be here if I'm in the hospital. They're not going to exactly. be the kind of friend that, hey, your wife's sick, I'm going to bring you dinner over. They're not, they yeah. live too far away. So they're, that's an issue. Uh, you it's don't, great, like, emotional support. Yeah, you don't know what their voice even sounds like. Yeah, isn't that strange? Yeah. And, and yet you feel like an oddly deep connection with them in a way. I, I think I think you definitely do. I think that's a fact. I'm not saying that fact is good. I'm saying the fact does exist that there there mm-hmm. definitely is. Like there's a true bond. Like one group I work with, there's a deep bond. I mean, I just heard from the one telling the whole group, "Hey, here's how my checkup went." Here from the other one, "Hey, my whatever relatives about to adopt someone at one thirty today." And they're always talking about, hey, here's what I got going on in my hmm. life today. Here's what I, a project I'm working on today. So they'll just send messages in a group thread. There's a big group thread and they'll just send pictures of what they're doing for the day. Not every day, but like weekends and Memorial Day, if something special is going on, you're probably going to hear about it at some point or at least hear some of it. So, yeah, I mean, that's a huge, there's a huge connection there because we're conversing with each other every single day mm-hmm. because we're running this page together. So you're constantly, Hey, I'm going to run this. Hey, I'm thinking about doing this. Or I'm thinking about doing that. So yeah, it's always a super bond there between those people. We don't know each other. Yeah. No, I, and that I frustrates have, me a little bit. So in my pursuit of, you know, I'm going to say this very lightly growing a YouTube channel, it's all like niche, niche cycling kind of stuff. But uh, anyways, I found some other smaller channels and, and they have, you know, we kind of converse with each other. Like I'll, I'll always comment on his videos, like give him tips or whatever. Uh, he's kind of like new into cycling and he'll do the same with me. And it's, it's very interesting in that sense. Uh, so they, long story short, there's this like online virtual cycling race program that you can do. Uh, you set your bike up on the trainer and like you want your guy on the screen to ride faster you pedal your bike faster and it's all hooked up, blah, blah, blah. And we'll like give each other tips and stuff. But like, we're also the competition here. Like I'm competing against these guys and yet they're giving me tips. I'm giving them tips. Like, Hey, you sprinted your, you started your sprint way too early. You gotta, you gotta wait a little bit, be more patient and then, and then shoot it off. It just, I don't know. Things like that. It's like, yeah, no, I found it to be very supportive. I'm not going to say I have like a deep connection with these guys, but like, it's, it's kind of fun to like have some like, online banter with them as well um in in support and encouragement like i enjoy that but it's not like my 
this isn't my community of, of guys around well, me or anything. Right, but here's a question. Now, one question is, is it real? That's one question I have. Are people, that, friends we have on social media, real friends, not talking are your real friends who are also your friends on social media. I'm saying people you've never met. The second question, are friends on social media replacing real friends? In other words, if you're putting a lot of time into online community, is it taking away from in-person community? And I would say for a lot of people, especially the younger and younger you get, absolutely. And even in my age group to a degree. So in other words, if I'm spending my time, if I'm going to conversate with somebody and I have X number of minutes to do that, and I'm going to choose to conversate with somebody that I didn't, that I've never met as opposed to texting a friend in the County or somebody I haven't seen in a while. Mm-hmm. And now I'm losing track of the friends that I used to see all the time because well, I don't really feel like I need them and you don't feel like you need them maybe as much anymore, or you just have limited time or right. they're not interested in what you're interested in. Perhaps, you right. know what I mean? There's a lot of things that go into it, but yeah, I think there are. And one uh, psychologist, Kenneth Gergens, 1991. Now in 1991, this guy writes a book called the saturated self. And he warned of an Orwellian world where technology might sap- saturate human beings to the point of multi a fragmented version of the self that is pulled in so many different directions, the individual would be lost. I am linked, therefore I am, he famously said, playing on Descartes, I think, therefore I am. Little did Gergen know how dead on his prediction would be. Hmm. What about that? You know, he's saying we're going to basically, I love the multifrenia word. You are a multifrenic. We can start spitting that out to people. You know what I'm saying? Just call them you multifrenic. But just that we're going to be fragmented. And it says because as our society sits here more than 20 years later with our tablets and cell phones and electronic gadgets seduced by the lure of the blue light glow, we have never been more linked, more connected, and more bound to a virtual reality that many of us can no longer live without. I don't think it's entirely new. I think the idea of fragmented um, relationships in a sense that like, so growing up uh, in high school, I was in marching band. I had all my marching band friends. I had different smaller groups of friends per each class that I was in my science class, you know, my physics class, my English class, whatever. I had friends at my, my church, my youth group. I had different like realms of friends. I don't think it's Real almost like friends. we've added, yeah. It's almost like we've added that relationship kind of thing with with social media and all virtual. Okay. Whether we know them or like, for example, like, hey, I don't have I don't have a driver's license. I can't hang out with you or something. But like, all the boys can like hop on Xbox and still be talking yeah, with each yeah. other and like playing. Listen, the same I'm not video saying game. it doesn't have a part or that it's impossible. I'm just suggesting that if we're spending more and more time there. Maybe we're spending less and less time with other people. What mm-hmm. if going back to your band analogy, what you did was play your instrument in your own bedroom. Everyone played their own instrument in their own bedroom. Then you synced all the sounds together to make a band, but you were never really together. Yeah. It's not the same. That's no. what I'm saying. It's just not the same. And it's not the same if we not. are not, you know what I'm saying? If and a lot of just, people did that in 2020. Right. But if, if <laughs> too many, yeah, actually. That, that might be true. But the, but you know what I'm saying? It's not the same. And if we're going to sit and, and kids or older people are going to sit on their couches all the time. And the only way they're ever going to connect is digitally. You're not going to see anyone face to face. I'm not sure that's the way that we were made. Mm-hmm. And it says in first Peter one 22, now that you've been, you have purified yourself by obeying the truth, 
so that you have a sincere love for each other, love one another deeply from the heart. And to me, when I see that, I think of true community and togetherness and praying for people and helping people when the chips are down, face-to-face conversations and everything that is a part of loving somebody deeply. Love them deeply. Love the people deeply. If I'm spending all my time in some virtual reality and not in the real reality where people need me, mm-hmm. need to see me, I'm saying we we might be swinging and missing here. Oh yeah, you ever seen the movie Ready Player One? I don't know. It's from a few years ago, it, it's I've very much it. exactly this. It. The dude's living in this total virtual world. He falls in love with this other character, and the other his friend is like. Don't fall. You can't fall in love with them. That might be some 400 pound dude from Detroit. Like you have no idea who that is just based on their little sexy little avatar person. Like, what are you, what are you doing? Sure enough, it's like, not at all. He, he does meet him. And it's like, it's, (laughs) it's like this video game world. Everyone. And it's honestly, it's the metaverse. People are buying real estate in the metaverse. Like, what the heck? Right. We live on planet earth. We buy bitcoins, dude. Yeah, exactly. Virtual coin. Yeah. No. I don't buy it. You don't buy it, but other people probably. Well, here uh, I think there are pros and cons. I wrote down some pros of online community. At least there is community. I mean, that's that's one pro. Uh, Less chance, in other words, people you're connected with. I think that one attraction of of to me for an Instagram is the people that you're connected with are people who have the same interests. A lot of Mm -hmm. these people are very much outdoors people, kayakers similar mm-hmm. interests where a lot of times you may be in a church community, which is great. And you have the very important common interests of making disciples and serving and helping, but there may, there may not be, I'm saying it tongue in cheek, but there may not be a hiker in the group. Yeah, There sure, might not sure. be a cyclist like for someone for you to hang around. So, I mean, exactly. I like it from that perspective, uh, less chance for problems. Cause you actually don't meet these people, uh, less true knowledge. You know, they're, you're going to see their best version all the time. It is fun. I will say that, uh, it's connected, again, based on interest more than geography, so there's common ground. I think it's inspiring. I think one of my top things, pro, it's inspiring. Uh, in other words, when I see people do things and I think, well, they can do it, I can do it. I've seen people go to places like Glacier Cave in Twinsburg. I've never even heard of it. Hmm. I saw it show up one day, and it's a really cool cave. And I went into there, and, and I got some great photographs and had a good time, and I've seen the same with Tinker's Creek Falls and all oh, kinds yeah. of different places. I never even knew that existed, except for other people showed me, or Z Falls, somebody writes to me, hey, have you ever heard of Z Falls? No, where is it? Oh, here's how to get there. I Jerry and I go track it down. I wouldn't have known you know, if it weren't hmm. for that community. I think for me, it's an outlet for humor, because um, anything to me is an outlet for humor, to be honest with you, but there are things, man, in written form. You can send some real zingers out there. And it's a great outlet for a photographer. I mean, those are my pros. Like, if you didn't have social media, what would I do with my pictures? Would I drag them around and have shows? Would I, like, what would you do with, like, you? hey, come look at my photo album. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that's what I, people do. They, they, right. that, that's what they started using Facebook for. They did years ago. Right. Um, whether oh, it was all my a, photo albums. Weekend trip, yeah. you know, every picture they took good or bad just to get it off their digital camera they unload it on facebook and it's right. like this person just added 325 pictures <laughs> it's like holy smokes right. people look through this no right. they just put it but all it's a good outlet for that yeah. those are my pros yeah no i my i have a brother-in-law he's got a youtube channel and he uses it like a photo album but all these videos he takes so he right. just uploads like loads of little snippet videos just he's like you know i it's like a photo album but it's all videos he's like i'm not trying to get a following i'm just for my records like, right. that, that's kind of cool in one sense like i don't right. want to post that but oh man i've i've been i'll put reels on instagram and get ten thousand views mm-hmm. every 
like a lot of them. Yeah. You no, know? my grandma would always had her digital camera in hand. And I mean, she had photo album, like volumes of photo albums. It's unreal how many photo albums she like has. Like real photo albums. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. And it was kind of like, I mean, you know, we poke fun at kids nowadays always on their phone. Like, this was my grandma on her digital camera. Well, there, there's going to be a lot of loss in history because there's not a paper copy. If you look around my office, I mean, there's there's photos all over from the old days because oh, yeah. they didn't have a digital world. Right. They don't get lost because they're preserved on paper, framed. Now they're hanging in my mm-hmm. office. No, so what I'm saying is, like, my grandma, even on my birthday, she'll send me a birthday card. and I'll have five or six pictures from years ago of me and grandma and grandpa, me and right. cousins. I'm like... It's kind of special. Oh, it actually. is actually. Like, yeah. I, I hold on to yeah, those. Throw that in a book and use it at least as a bookmark. I mean, so you get to see it once in a while. Uh, cons of online community. Uh, you don't really know these people. Feels like something's missing. It's still not real, no matter what. Uh, you, It can actually put you in contact with people you have no business being in contact with. You know what I'm saying? There could be temptations there. Mm-hmm. Uh, there could be filters, make things appear in a way that they're not. Uh, one that I read about yesterday is called FOMO. I've ne- I never heard of it, but it's fear of missing out. I've read that a lot in the last couple of weeks, by the way, that term. Oh, yeah. People, the fear of missing out That's because they big. see, oh, why are you there? I didn't get invited there. Uh, bullying, which is one you brought up to me talking to you the other day. Uh, undue stress. I think that going on social media adds stress. Mm-hmm. I really do. I think because people fight, especially Facebook, Instagram, not so much, but you don't like what somebody said. Then you go down and you, the comments so ridiculous. Sometimes you feel like you have to say something now. Right. Rarely right. do I do that, but yeah. And then your blood pressure's up and you're, what, what was the point of it? Mm-hmm. That's one thing I don't like about it. Uh, too much information. I think it's a con. Yeah. Right. Right. It's just like, do I really need to know Everything about every one of your kids' birthday parties about, and don't put that, I'm not putting anyone down for that. You do what you want. I'm just saying, sometimes if you see 20 of those in a scroll, you see, it's like how much information, like news information. I'm putting you down. I do not care. Right. How much? I think uh, too, there's less appreciation for privacy and just doing things for the sake of doing things rather than sharing them with other people. In other words, how much is done for the sake of, I want to share it. How much is done just for the sake I want to do it. Mm-hmm. Like I don't mind sharing pictures if it's legit something I want to do. I never want to avoid being in a trap. Why well, have to get out? Cause I need another photo. I want to go out cause I want to go out. I'll take photos along the way. Mm-hmm. I'm a yeah. photographer anyway. I mean, I love being out taking pictures. Right. It's a driving force for me. Right. And it definitely is taking me to a lot of cool spots, but I don't want it just for that. I sometimes think to myself, like all Memorial Day weekend, I did. I shared one patriotic Insta story of a coffee cup that had a picture of a ship or something on it. That's it. Like I didn't put anything up. I mm-hmm. just felt like people don't need to know. It doesn't matter what I'm doing. It doesn't matter yeah. if I'm hiking. It doesn't matter if I'm, it just doesn't matter. You don't need to know. You don't have to share everything that you do. Mm-hmm. Right? No, I, I felt the exact same way when Twitter first came out. And the whole, I, to my knowledge, the point is you can constantly be updating on people, constantly be updating people on what you're doing right then, right there. And I was on it for like, I don't know, two weeks. And I was like, right. I don't, I don't care. My dog's making a funny noise. This homework is hard. I'm really hungry. I'm eating. It was like, I am, I could care could not care less about it, it probably killed Twitter in some ways from that perspective. I heard it's different now. Great. I'm not going I, back. Yes. Twitter is great to follow people. It's not a great, you can't build a following there. I go on, I built a big following on one of my pages on Instagram. I just put up photos. 
I, I don't mm. say a ton, ton. I just mm. put up photos. I share reels. People ask me questions about where I went, this and that and the other. I'll ask them questions. It, it's different than Twitter. My goodness, I could do all that on Twitter. No one would be paying one lick of attention. Yeah, right. It's just really tough. But anyway, here's what uh, one uh, professor of clinical psychology at the Chicago School of Professional Psychology said. And they feel like there's a clear and present danger here with social media. I definitely think social media has had a very deep impact in our lives. The world that we see on Facebook and other social media sites is not a true and real world. It's a creation of people. Among other dangers that Facebook might possibly pose in our lives, such as the lack of privacy, is the habit of always comparing ourselves to others. People, when they are happy, post a lot of happy things. But when I'm not happy, I will consciously or unconsciously compare myself to others. As a result, I create a world that is not a true world because I imagine that everybody is happy in the world except me. And that's not true, okay? And I I think there's some... There's some reality to that. They go on to say, you know, be aware that a constant connection to your phone and social media is not good for your mental and physical health. Treat it the way you would candy or French fries. Don't gorge. Uh, That's good input, right? Being on your smartphones can drain the energy you could have spent engaging in real life interaction with your friends or family. Social media is never the prescription for staving off boredom, anxiety, or loneliness right? Research shows that good friendships are vital to your health. More specifically, specifically having close friendships correlates to functioning better, especially as we get older. So again, keep these things. Don't gorge. I think don't overdo mm-hmm. the social media. It has its place. It can't replace real people. Yeah. I think we still need to value social connections. We still need to value loving people in the real world. That has to be what the goal is. And if we're missing out on that, because we're stuck in some virtual reality that we've created is unwise. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You have to own it. You cannot let it own you for sure. I think a lot of people just let it overtake them, let it consume every aspect of their life because it's addictive Eric. Oh yeah, it is for any one of us. It can be for me, for anyone Mm -hmm. I look at it. So this weekend, I mean, one of the whole points of me this last weekend, not putting anything up was so I didn't really have anything to check. Mm -hmm. There's nothing for me to look at when I didn't in fact put anything up on Saturday, Sunday, Monday, I just let it rest. Yeah. So then I'm out doing stuff with my family. I'm not really paying attention to it. And I thought that was a healthy way to be Yeah, healthier. So I think that we need breaks. We need boundaries and all things. And maybe the weekend would be good just to say, this is going away. Like I'm not Mm -hmm. just not going to post stuff is what I do is what I do. And you know what I mean? There's got to be some aspects of our lives that are just ours and ours alone or ours and the people that we're with. And if you want to experience that cool thing that I did, then get your tail off your couch, tailing off your couch and get out there with us. Right. Yeah, right. Exactly. Anyway, hope that something we've said today has been helpful. <laughs> Have a great week. Have an awesome week. And uh, we'll catch you on the next podcast.